All right, welcome to the first episode of Couple of Sixes. I'm Justin. I'm Arjun. And in this podcast, we're just going to talk about sports, mainly football and basketball. But right now, it is September 5th, so it is officially football season. Indeed. So, uh, since the season starts September 8th, which is just three days away, uh, we're going to be talking about a tier list ranking we've made of all the teams, our early Super Bowl predictions, our early predictions on who's going to be the worst team in the league. Uh, We're going to talk about teams, if they're overrated, underrated, or rated just right, and our award predictions. Yes. So, So, I think we should just go straight into the tier list. mm -hmm. You know, let them know what's up. Okay, so our tier list has five tiers. Uh, Justin, do you want to start us off with the S tier? Sure. All right, so in S tier, we have Bills, Chargers, Bucks, and 49ers. So, I think that's pretty, like, self-explanatory. If you want to, like, elaborate a little bit more on the Chargers, okay. then you can do that. So, the char- these are our four teams that we think are most likely to go win the Super Bowl. And the reason we have the Chargers in this tier is because last year they had a top five offense. Herbert's most likely going to take a step. And now they've added J.C. Jackson, Khalil Mack, and uh, Der- they paid Der- Derwin James. So their defense is revamped, and they're probably going to have a top ten defense and most likely a top three, top five offense with Justin Herbert being an MVP candidate. All right, so moving on to A tier, we got the Broncos, Chiefs, Bengals, Ravens, Rams, Packers, and Eagles. So, Justin, you're a Packers fan, dude. So do you want to talk about the Packers in this tier? All right, yeah. So basically the Packers, they got a whole like revamped wide receiver core. Their defense is starting to come together a little bit more. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, great season last season. Two-time MVP. Two-time MVP. He's on his way out, but, I mean, that doesn't even matter. We can still get a couple good seasons out of him. And then uh, the Eagles we also have in this tier. Uh, I really like the Eagles. I feel like they were the best run offense last year, and they added A.J. Brown, who's a top 10, top 15 receiver. They had a great draft with Jordan Davis, and they added a rookie linebacker. Uh, Nicobe Dean. So they're going to be a great regular season team. And as long as Jalen Hurts can take a step forward, they might, they're probably going to win their division and they might be a top two seed. All right. I agree with that. You can talk about the ones in B. Okay. So the B tier, we have Raiders, Colts, Titans, Dolphins, Saints, Cowboys, Vikings. Now, as you can see, we have the Raiders in this team and they're the last team in the AFC West we have. Um, uh, with a new, with a brand new like coaching staff. I know the Broncos also have a new coaching staff, but the Raiders had to like revamp last year after the Gruden mess. Um, they probably have the worst quarterback out of all the teams in the division, and their secondary is filled with absolutely nobodies. However, they do have a really good pass rushing duo with Chandler Jones and Max Crosby, so they will still be very good. And they have what I believe to be the best wide receiver in football. So they'll be a fringe wildcard team. I agree with that. I mean, can't go wrong with Tech. All right, so the Titans. Who do they have at QB right now? I don't know. It's always bouncing around. Uh, So Ryan Tannehill will be starting, and they have Malik Willis as the backup QB, the rookie uh, rookie quarterback. Okay, so, I mean, 
that doesn't even matter. QB doesn't even matter on that team. All we care about is Derrick Henry. So, give him the ball, let him go. Justin thinks very highly about Derrick Henry in many facets, as you'll see later in our award predictions. But another notable team in this tier is the Saints. Um, last year, they went 9-8 and eight with their starting QB hurt, Michael Thomas hurt. This year, they add Michael Thomas, add Jameis Winston, add Chris Olave. Yes, they lost Sean Payton, but they're replacing him with a coach who's been there for, I think, nine years now, ten years now. And they still have a very uh, capable offensive coordinator. And they have a top ten defense in the league with Cameron Jordan and Marcus Lattimore. I mean, okay, so here's one thing about me. So I don't like... I don't keep up with all this stuff, like, super, like, what's the word? I don't know. Up, like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not super updated with, like, the fine details. I don't scroll Twitter all day, do a lot. I watch the sport, and I know some of the players. I mean, so my takes are just going to be, like, based off what everyone else says. <laughs> so you're a follower? No, but I form my opinions based on them. I don't, I don't go around reading articles and stuff. Okay. Sometimes I'll see something and be like, okay, I messed with that. Okay. So then C tier, we have the Browns, who are only in here because of the Sean Watson suspension. Uh, Otherwise, they have a very talented roster with Nick Chubb, Miles Garrett, and uh, Armari Cooper. Then we have the Jets, Patriots, Steelers, Lions, Panthers, and Cardinals. Now, Justin, do you want to talk about the Cardinals since... So, yeah, we're going to talk about Kyler a little bit more towards the end of the podcast. But I think he's, like, really good raw talent that's ready to explode for the league. So give him a couple more years. I mean, this – you never know when he's going to break out. Do you think he's the top 10 QB in the league? Yes, most definitely. Do you think he's better than Lamar? Yes, most definitely. We'll get into that later. Another notable team in this uh, tier is the Steelers, who they always have a, a plus 500 record with Mike Tomlin coaching them. They added a great defensive coordinator in Brian Flores. And with Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris, and George Pickens, who we'll talk about a, bit, a little bit later, they have good skill positions. And with their defense, Minka, Reigning Defensive Player of the Year, TJ TJ Watt, and uh, all the pieces they have on that defense. They should be a really good defense. However, they probably have a bottom five starting QB in the league, whether you have Mitchell Trubisky or Kenny Pickett. That QB room is not very good compared to the rest of their division. Yeah, they got to do some work there. Okay, and then the D tier, we have... The worst teams in the league, the teams competing for the first overall pick. The Texans, Jaguars, Washington Commanders, Giants, Bears, Falcons, and Seahawks. Uh, so do you, I'll talk a little bit about the Seahawks. All right. I could jump in because I know Drew Locke's on the Seahawks now. I know since you're a Broncos I'm a Broncos fan. fan, so we took their franchise quarterback. They now have a team consisting of Drew Locke, which is, in my opinion, or Drew Locke and Geno Smith. Geno Smith was named the starter. He is a bottom three starting QB in the league. They have great wide receivers with 
DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. They have one of the better running backs rooms in the league with Kenneth Walker and Rashad Penny. They drafted Charles Cross with the pick they got from the Russell Wilson trade. The defense, however, is not... Jamal Adams, as we see, has been an overpay from them. And then they got uh, Shelby Harris from the Broncos trade. But the defense just doesn't have any really like stud players and with a bad quarterback and a not really good defense, they're going to struggle. I mean, yeah, they're like over the past few years, they've gotten rid of everyone on that defense. They lost Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner, Clowney back a couple of years ago. I mean, they had a strong defense and then I don't know what happened. As we saw in Super Bowl 48, but it's all falling apart and they're going to go after this season, they're probably going to go in full rebuild mode but they're going to give one more season of trying to contend until they finally hit that switch. All right. So now that we talked to the tier list, let's talk about our Super Bowl predictions. And as you can guess, the four teams in our S tier are going to pretty much premiere in our Super Bowl predictions. So do you want to go first, Justin? All right, yeah. So for my predictions, I got the Bills versus the Bucks with the Bills taking the chip. So, I mean, Josh Allen... Can't really get better than him at this point. I mean, I have him, like, really highly ranked with the QBs right now. I have him as my third best QB in the league. And, I mean, as we saw last year, the team comes together. I mean, yeah. you could say what you want about those those final games, but they still played it out. The Bills had one of the better defenses last year. They have uh, one of the better coaches in the league, and... Stefan Diggs really was one of the turning points in Josh Allen's career, and he's only looking to get better. Same with Gabriel Davis. Davis, He's only looking to get better. And drafting James Cook and upgrading in running back, which was one of their weak points, it was really important for the offseason. And, I mean, you can kind of tell why the Bucks are there. I mean, Tom Brady, come on. Top five QB in the league still at age 44. Their defense is one of the best defenses. They have uh, the one of the best nose tackles in the league, Vita Vea. They have uh, uh, good linebackers with Devin White. And the secondary is always really good on that team. But when you have the D-line that they have that's always rushing the passer – the secondary doesn't even have to be that elite for them to be a good team. And then the receivers are Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and then Gronk might come back from out of retirement. So, Wait, who, really? Yeah. Huh? Who knows? That team is just always going to be stacked with Tom Brady, uh, as we've seen from the first year when they won the Super Bowl and last year when they lost with two minutes left in the game. So... My predictions are the Bills as well, but I have the Super Bowl winners being the San Francisco 49ers. A couple years ago, they were just a play away with, or a quarter away with Jimmy G, a quarterback. I think Trey Lance will be an upgrade. He has a stronger arm. Yes, he's a rookie, so it might take them a little bit to gel. That's why I don't have them like winning their division. But as long as he can play better than Garoppolo, which I don't think is that much to ask, uh, they have Debo Samuel, they have George Kittle, they have the best tackle in the league, Trent Williams. And their defense, they have the best or the second best linebacker in the league in Fred Warner. Uh, and they have 
in my opinion, one of the defensive player of the year candidates, Nick Bosa. Every, they have at least like five top 30 caliber players on that roster. And as long as they can stay healthy, which we saw the year before last year, it's a bit of a question mark, but as long as they can stay healthy, I feel like they're the best team in the league. If Trey Lance can pan out to be who everyone thinks he can be. All right. So now we're going for our first overall pick prediction. So these are worst teams in the league. What are we thinking here? So I can start off with this. Out of all the teams in our D tier, I think the Seahawks, Commanders, and Giants are probably going to be the best teams out of them, which leaves us with a couple options. And I think the worst team in the league is going to be the Chicago Bears. Now, uh, last year they traded up for Justin Fields and they lost their first-round pick this year. They haven't really surrounded him with great weapons. They got Byron Pringle and Nikhil Harry, who are not very accomplished wide receivers. Uh, Rokon Smith, one of their better defenders, wants a trade. Robert Quinn, he's a very good player. However, he can't be your only way of getting to the quarterback after trading Khalil Mack. Um, And for a team that traded up for a quarterback, you want to be in the middle of your rebuild, but it seems like they're in the beginning of their rebuild. And it's going to be – this season is supposed to be a season where we see Justin Fields develop, but with the situation around him with a horrible line and horrible receivers, they are not going to do well as Justin Fields isn't going to be given – the weapons he needs to develop and the rest of the team is not very good. All right. So for my pick, I got the Falcons. I mean, they're kind of a mess right now. I'm not going to lie. They got Mariota as their quarterback who hasn't played in years. He was just a third string on the Raiders last year. Um, They got Kyle Ritter. Desmond Ritter. Desmond. Yeah. (laughs) We can't cut it out. Okay. never mind. Okay. Well, Desmond Ritter, backup QB. He's a rookie, so we might see some playing time out of him. He led Cincinnati to the playoffs last year, which is a very surprising run, but uh, there's a reason he's not starting right away, and there's a reason he was only drafted in the third round. Uh, Then we got Drake London, who's a rookie wide receiver. So there's another, like, young player that they're looking for. So they might honestly keep looking for these young players, start rebuilding the team back up, get Mariota out of there in a couple of years, wait until Desmond Ritter is ready to like show his full potential. Because the team has like very young, good players with Drake London, Kyle Pitts, who is a generational tight end, and AJ Terrell. But their quarterback situation is shit. Their O-line situation is subpar. And other than AJ Terrell... The defense is looking a bit suspect. Yeah, I mean, as long as they keep building up those young players, then they'll all start to mesh together and we'll start to see a good team out of them. In maybe four or five years, they could be a playoff, maybe Super Bowl caliber team. But right now, they just need to keep drafting well. Exactly. And we'll see them back in the Super Bowl like they were in when they choked to the Patriots. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so now that we've talked about the worst teams in the league, and the best teams in the league. Let's go to some teams we had in the 
A through C tier. Now, one team we had in the C tier was the Jets. And we're going to tell you if we think the Jets are being overrated, underrated, or portrayed just right by the media. So I'll start off. I think the Jets are a little overrated. Uh, last year when the Bengals went from the sixth pick to a Super Bowl team, everyone assumes that the same thing will happen this year. And everyone's picking the Jets after their draft where they got uh, Sauce Gardner, who I think was cornerback one in the draft class. I think he was better than Derek Stingley. Uh, they got Garrett Wilson, who I think was wide receiver one. Uh, and they got Jermaine Johnson, who was a good edge rusher. Uh, I'm happy with where they got him. I'm glad they didn't reach for him, but they had a, one of the best drafts. But they're still a very young team. Zach Wilson, at quarterback, he did not look promising last year. And one of the main problems with him was in BYU, the only reason he looked good is because he was playing against bad teams because that's what BYU does. And it was during the COVID year when there was no fans. And how everyone in the NBA talks about how there's bubble players. I think Zach Wilson is the NFL equivalent of that. And especially getting injured in preseason, that's going to hurt his development. And they have a lot of good young pieces. But again, good young pieces don't mean that they're going to come in and be good right away. They're going to take some time to develop. So I think they're still going to be a 6-1 team, a 5-1 team, and probably last in their division. All right. I think they're underrated. So, I mean, yeah, all that stuff you said about Zach Wilson. That's what I meant. Yep. I was kind of like just checking back because I didn't want to say it wrong. Whatever. Okay, yeah. So, all the stuff you said about Zach Wilson, yeah, that's right. But when you put those young players out there, you never know what can happen with them. I mean, you see first, second-year wide receivers start catching everything, getting contention for MVP. So, when you throw them out there, anything can happen. Exactly. So you think Garrett Wilson will have a Jamar Chase or a Justin Jefferson type of year? I think it can happen. I'm not saying it will, but it's definitely possible. Okay. Now we'll move on to a team we had in the A tier, Justin's favorite team, the Packers. Okay, so this is going to sound kind of stupid coming from a Packers fan, but I do think they're overrated right now. I mean, with the acquisition of Sammy Watkins – and they still have Al Lazard at wide receiver. Um, I mean, yeah, they're good, but I don't know how well they're going to function, if they're going to function up to the standard that everyone thinks. Of course, Aaron Rodgers, the best, but I don't know how well that chemistry is going together. Uh, so who do you think will win that division? Probably the Vikings, honestly. So you have no faith in your own team. Well, okay, here's the thing. So I don't know how true this is, but I read something somewhere of Aaron Rodgers was getting mad at the receivers. The rookie receivers in training camp. in training camp. So if that's the future of your team and your quarterback's not messing well with them, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to tell you. You got to tighten up. That that all is true. However, the Packers are underrated. They're winning the division. They have the second-best quarterback in football. I think Mahomes is better. Uh, and in games without Devontae, the Packers went undefeated, and Aaron Rodgers can make any wide receiver look like a very good receiver. I think this year that will be Alan Lazard for them. 
and not just the offense with but I think they have a top five defense in football. Jahir Alexander, I think he's the second best cornerback in football. Eric Stokes looked very good last year coming out of uh college being a rookie. He looked very good, which is very rare for rookie cornerbacks. Uh they have a great D line and Matt LaFleur is one of the better coaches in the league, so I think there's no reason that they shouldn't be I don't think they'll be the one seed, but I definitely think they're winning division and they'll be hosting a playoff game in Lambeau this year. I'm not opposed to it. Now, a team we had in the B tier, which is middle of the pack, the teams we think are going to be fighting for a playoff spot, but probably or maybe won't get it, the Dolphins. Um, So I'll start with this one. I think the Dolphins are one of the only teams that we that are rated just right. Everyone has them as a fringe playoff team, but everyone has them just missing because of Tua. Now, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, very good receivers, very fast receivers. You can give them all space and they'll make anything happen. They have one of the faster running back rooms in the league. Their O-line, they signed Lyle Collins, but it's not completely fixed, but it is an improvement. Uh, the defense has Xavier Howard, who's a top 10 cornerback in the league, and they've drafted some good defensive pieces. I just don't trust Tua, and I don't trust that in a division with all these – I think Tua is probably the third best quarterback in this division, but I do really like their skill position pieces, and I really do think that if you can just give – Tua can just give the ball to his playmakers – they can be a 10-win team, but in a stacked AFC, I don't know if that's enough for a playoff berth. All right, yeah. So, I mean, I have them underrated. I was actually fighting with our team when we were making this tier list. I wanted them A, but we settled with them at B. Um, again, as he said, two great skill position players. This is Tyreek's year, Tyreek's year to show everyone that he's not – he doesn't need Mahomes. I mean, we knew that anyway. Because of Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. But he's going to show everyone. Trust me. I don't know why you're trusting me, but trust me. He's going to show everyone. So do you think and it was a bust? We'll have to see. I mean, it can go either way. That's why I'm putting them underrated. It's because I'm not going to say they're overrated and Tua's, they're hyping Tua up to be like the best in the world. But, I mean, honestly... You don't know. Again, when you throw those young players out there, they can go and do something special. Yeah, Tua's only had one and a half full seasons because of injury, which injury is also a concern, but I don't think it's going to be that big of a concern for Tua this year. He's looked healthy in training camp, and he got injured in the beginning of his rookie season, so he's been lingering with that injury, but I think it's finally away. Now that we've talked about the teams, our Super Bowl predictions, our worst team predictions, and we've talked about all the teams as a collective, Let's talk about individual players that we think are going to do very well. Um, So I'll start us off with MVP. I think your 2022-2023 MVP will be none other than Josh Allen. And I think right behind Josh Allen will be Lamar Jackson. Now, Josh Allen, I have him as the third best QB in the league. But I really do think the Bills' weapons are better than the weapons of the Packers and Chiefs. So I think he'll be able to put up more production, more touchdowns, more numbers, and more wins. Because I think the Bills are one of the better team, the best team in the league, 
behind the 49ers, but I don't think Trey Lance will have an MVP caliber season right away. But I think with the production, the wins, and the name, like he he's already like has the brand out there. I think he will win MVP. And Lamar, I think he is skilled enough to be a top five QB in the league. I think he's a very good passer. He's the best running quarterback in the league. Even though Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are bigger, Lamar is much shiftier, can get more yards. And I think the Ravens will be a very good team. However, I think Josh Allen's passing volume and passing numbers will just edge out Lamar's to the point where he will win the award instead of Lamar. All right. So I got Mahomes winning MVP and then Kyler as the back, like the second choice. Oh, so Mahomes, he's the best QB right now. I mean, that's basically undeniable, right? I mean, he... He's got that new wide receiver core, right? So Juju and Sky Moore. Yeah. So we got to just see how he like meshes with them. But I'm sure, like once they get out on the field, we'll see something nice. And they have the best tight end in the league still. Yeah, Travis Kelsey. Right? Yeah. So Mahomes still has the weapons. The defense still has the pieces with Chris Jones and Andy Reid is a coach of the year candidate every single year. So they will be fine. All right, and I threw Kyler Murray in here just because I like him personally. So he's young, one, and I see him as just a better Lamar in the future. Maybe you got to give him a couple of years to develop, but I think he could do everything that Lamar does but better. I disagree, but that will be a conversation for another day after we see how they both play this season with uh, full health and a couple of seasons under their belt. So then for Offensive Player of the Year, I have basically, I feel like I would put a lot of money that Justin Jefferson is this year's Offensive Player of the Year. I feel like he is the third best receiver in the league and Cooper Cup is due for some regression and Devontae Adams is due from for some regression stat-wise considering he had a QB downgrade. And I think Jefferson putting him in that slot role with new head coach, Kevin O'Connell, He's going to get so many yards this season, so many touchdowns. But I and I think the Vikings will make the playoffs because of Justin Jefferson's production and how well he's going to play this season. And I think that CD Lamb will also, with Amari Cooper out of town, Dak will target him more than he targets any other weapon on that team. And CD will have a breakout year. But I think Justin Jefferson will have like a generational type season. Yeah, I mean, I have. The Vikings winning that division. So I can't really disagree with that. CD, I don't know about that. I mean, it's kind of like a bold take, but it's whatever. So for me, I got Derrick Henry as the offensive offense player, player of the year. year. Yeah. As I said before, I mean, I just like Derrick Henry. I mean, if you if you give him the ball, he's doing something with it. You don't really have to worry. 2,000-yard season. And then you have Jamar Chase as, like, the second candidate. Um, I mean, after we saw what the Bengals did last year, anything's possible. I mean, where do we have them ranked? We have them in... We have the Bengals in eight here. Okay. Yeah. So, Super Bowl last year, they got to it. So, I mean, as long as they keep that up, 
maybe get themselves into S tier as long as Joe Burrow's still keeping that same chemistry. I think the same thing can happen. He'll be up there. Jamar is due for a very big season. However, I just believe in Justin Jefferson more. And also, I have Justin Jefferson and C.E. Lamb, both of my fantasy team. So, oh, that's I'm nice. hoping for big seasons. Uh, defensive player of the year. I have two very bold takes. I think after these past seasons where we've seen the same guys, Aaron Donald, T.J. Watt, I think we're due for some new names. So, I have my defensive player of the year winner being the uh, second-year player out of Dallas, Micah Parsons. He was third in defensive player of the year voting last year. One of the better, one of the best rookie seasons of all time. He had he's a good edge rusher. He's a good uh, cover linebacker. He can do everything. He's a freak athlete and he's very young. And so I th- and he already put his name out there. So I think he has a good storyline and he's a very good player. So I think he can win the award. And then. Uh, I think the runner-up will be another hot take, Nick Bosa, the edge rusher in San Francisco. And he's one of the reasons I think San Francisco will win the Super Bowl. I think he's better than his brother, Joey Bosa. And I think he's due for at least a 15-stack season with a ton of pressures. And he will be getting double-teamed a lot, which voters love to look at that double-team and uh, win rate chart. So I feel like he is due for a very big season and could potentially win the entire award. All right. So I have one that's like kind of expected. And then the other one, which you probably haven't heard. I don't know. Have you, have you seen it up there? Uh, I've seen it up there. Just not this season. Everyone thinks he's going to win way in his career, but I don't think anyone thinks it's going to be this season. All right. So as my obvious one, I have Aaron Donald. And then the second one, I have Miles Garrett. So Aaron Donald, I mean, Best DN in the league. Yes, arguably the best. best defensive player of all time. Exactly. So to win Depoy, it's not really like that extreme of a take. It's kind of just expected. And then Miles Garrett, another DN, right? Yeah, edge rusher. Edge rusher, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. You can you could talk more on that because So I think Garrett is not the best edge rusher in the league. I think it's TJ Watt, but I think TJ Watt is not going to have the same season last year. That's basically like my thoughts. about. I think Miles Garrett will probably have the better numbers. And I feel like after giving TJ Watt a deep boy, which he's deserved for years now, I feel like the voters will lean more towards Garrett if they have like the same quality of season, and which I feel like is very possible because I think they're 1A, 1B. And Garrett is basically the entire D-line. However, with uh, with Jadavion Clowney to also take some heat off of him, I feel like he will get a ton of sacks, a ton of pressures, and will be the anchor of that defense. And if he doesn't play well, the Browns will not do well. So the entire defense is kind of depending on him. All right, so I'm not going to lie. He, he put that in there for me because I didn't know who to put as my second choice. So he just put it in there. That's why I had him explain it. Yeah, because uh, Justin just thinks – it's going to be Aaron Donald. And yeah, I mean, it's very cutting really no question. Yeah. So then, uh, I've, uh, those are the main awards in the NFL right now, and those are who we think are going to win it. And 
we've been talking for roughly half an hour now. We've said the tiers of teams. We've talked about our Super predictions, who we think is going to get the first overall pick, whether we think teams are overrated or underrated. And this is just sort of like week zero. No games have even happened yet. There'll be another episode next week where we'll go over all the games. We'll talk about the rookies because no one even knows like what the rookies are going to be able to do. We'll talk about how the QBs have looked. And we'll talk about some of the new QBs and the new teams like Matt Ryan, Russell Wilson, and how they looked. Yeah, we're structuring the podcast. So we record on Tuesdays. This is Monday just because we don't have school. But we're recording them Tuesday nights. I'm going to have Tuesday to edit it, Wednesday to edit it. And then it's either going to go up Wednesday night or Thursday morning. So you got that whole recap of the week. You got Sunday, Monday, and Thursday. And we the predictions for next week. So yeah. everything's going to be uh, a week-to-week basis. Yeah. So I- going to be it for this podcast and we'll catch you next week all right see you guys